My name's Owen, I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Um, hey guys, um, I'm Jared, I'm playing the character of Crassus, uh, Antares, a Astral Elf Wizard. Hi everybody, I'm Michael, I'm playing Tetra Aeonite, a Circle Stars Druid. Hi, my name's Claire, I am playing Naudis, or Now, who is a Dwarven Forged Fighter. Uh, hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt, I'm playing Niall Silverwind, the uh, Monk Owlin. Hello! Oh, hello! <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Archives. It's lovely to see you all here. Just in time, we had a, a few little technical difficulties getting everything up and running. Our um, system for uh, sharing our webcams and video kept blanking out certain players to other players. So, like, for a bit, we couldn't see Dave. Then we couldn't see me. Then we couldn't see Matt for a bit. So, it's, we've got it all working now, I think. Um, everyone can see each, everyone else. So, it's all it's all good now. Um the only person we can't see right now is Jared because his camera is still off. He's still recovering from his knee surgery. But Jared is here, audio. We can hear him. I am. Hello, everyone. <laughs> that, like, crash was the sound of Jared, like, just dropping in the background. Um, UK, buddy? Oh, no, no, I'm all good. Did you get was, up uh, to... I think um, that was my girlfriend closing the door. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did you get up to, like, check on the cat again and then... No, but I did have a little hiccup. But um, I should be on the... I'm hoping to be on the cam next week be very very exciting having on the cam next week and uh, i noticed that the overlay still isn't updating with the new version where we have all seven of us i will make sure that's definitely working for next week when your camera is up and running uh, jared fine, so no issues. i'll just be a ghost for tonight <laughs> i could change it so the fan art section is always just um just crassus no no don't need that people want to see the artwork they don't want to just see the one and then get really sick of my character Ah, oh, that's no, a good point, it's actually. Crassus. Oh, look at Crassus. Wow, oh, that's cool. Fucking Crassus. No, oh, why, why, is, why is the magic he's summoning not as good as the magic Tetris summoning? What's up with that, Owen? Uh, no comment. <laughs> I drew one of them before the other one, and I found a new method of drawing magic after one of them. No comment. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We're very excited to be playing Return of the Giants tonight. Um, we have a few fun announcements to share before we get started. Um, obviously, we are also rejoined by our lovely guest character, Dave. Sorry, guest player Dave, who is playing the guest character of Harry. It's just you've both got such very, like, vanilla names. <laughs> That's it's just a vanilla life. Why did a dude make like that? <laughs> What's your favorite flavor? Vanilla. Dave, you've got, to, you've got to give some back, otherwise it looks like I'm genuinely just bullying you. <laughs> you can't keep doing this. You do this in Avatar too. <laughs> but then in real life, Dave would be like, fuck you, Owen. It's not fair to do it now to be like... He's just been bullied so much. You've just bullied me I've just broken his yeah. spirit. Sorry, Dave. I used to be bubblegum, but I've been bullied so much on vanilla now. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Well, I'm sure this isn't going to uh, come back and haunt us later on. Um, <laughs> Chat, please, you're going you're gonna to give some love to Dave because apparently he's getting none from Owen. <laughs> okay, um, I have some fun announcements to share. <laughs> Number one, Dave's rejoining us. And I was going to say, it's lovely to have Dave joining us again, but now it's just... It's just lovely to be here, thanks, DM. It's just Dave. <laughs> Right. Well, okay. Well, the other announcement I have to share, which is really exciting, is um, there is a really, really cool week full, like absolutely full to the brim of amazing D&D &D streams coming very, very shortly uh, in the second week of May, starting on May the 15th. 
which is a Monday, there is a whole week of D&D for charity called Jasper's Game Week. They've been running every year for a number of years. Uh, this year, all of the proceeds are going to the Black Dog Institute. This is the, the Australian version of Jasper's Game Week. Um, so pretty much three games a day starting at, I think it's about 10 a.m. Let me pull open the schedule. Uh, starting at 12 p.m. and running till 10 p.m. Three games every single day, not just of D&D, but of all sorts of different uh, systems. Uh, Kids on Bikes is one of them, which I'm really excited to check out. That's apparently like a, a small town mystery thing, like Stranger Things inspired RPG system. Um, and so the whole like name Kids on Bikes comes from the idea that like you're able to explore the entire town map on like the back of a bicycle, which is really cool. Um, but the kind of exciting thing about it is that this year... I'm going to be one of the players. Um, I was asked to come and be a player on one of the sessions, the Thursday afternoon session. So if you wanted to come and join that stream, I'm going to, I think this is like my one chance to be a player. I get one every year. This is it for this year. Um, and then that's my entire like allowance of, uh, of player time used up. Uh, if you want to come join us at the um, Jasper's Game Week uh, Twitch thing, which I'll be putting all of these in the descriptions and the, uh, the video and uh, podcast descriptions, um, it will be at 3.30 p.m. till 6.30 p.m. on Thursday the 18th. Um, and that is going to be a really, really cool session. I've got no idea what character I'm going to play yet, but I do know that you can spend money, you can donate money to create Wild Magic Surges, and the Dungeon Master has a D300 Wild Magic Surge table. So I think it's going to be... I believe the scientific term is fucking chaos. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, maybe yeah, I should just play Ma Wild Magic, Wild Magic uh, Sorcerer. Uh, maybe you can uh, you can use the uh, the stream to help you make a character. Ooh, that could be fun. Ooh. I could do. I might, and I'll do it as a YouTube poll as well, and you can click on options. So, okay, that'll be really fun. I will do that. That's a great suggestion, Michael. I love it a lot. I'll um I'll have a poll at our next three D and D sessions. So next week curse of strad avatar legends and for return of the giants there will be a poll that i'll have live that you can comment on i'll have all the different classes all the different races feel free to vote and um i'll play whatever you guys come up with and um i might make a new channel points thing to name my character too uh, obviously it's got to be like allowed it, like <laughs> uh, let me let me rephrase uh, it's for charity guys so like let's yeah. let's, put, put let's limitations just... on it, Owen. definitely put yeah. some limitations on it like well i'm gonna PG. veto anything i'm gonna v i've got veto powers so what that's about what was that sorry porky mchawk face porky mchawk face and i'll play an arakokra Oh, an orc, oh, orky mcork face. Orky <laughs> mcork face is good too, though. Oh man, that could be quite fun. It's a very, very optimized character, an orc wild magic sorcerer. Very well known, like good synergy there. <laughs> I mean, it's actually, it could be that could be a reason why it's wild magic. Well, I don't fucking know how any of this works. I just and then think, oh, I've turned into a teapot. Oh, it's awkward. <laughs> um, actually, the wild magic barbarian is fun to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so I don't have any details about what level we are. All I know is uh, I've been warned to prepare for absolute chaos. So um, should be cool. fun. Should be loads of fun. So make sure you come and check that out. Uh, again, I'll have all the links in the description and there'll be uh, an announcement and uh, some other stuff that you can click on posted to Twitter in the next couple of days. And I'll also be checking it up in the Discord if you're a member of our Discord. If you're not a member of our Discord, perfect time to become one. The link's on the YouTube page and on the Twitch main page. Please come and join us in the Discord. We, we're having lots of good chats um, 
talking about not just D&D and Avatar Legends, but also all sorts of other stuff. I know I'm super hyped for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, please. Other people who are really hyped, come and join me so we can talk about it, because I'm really excited. Um, very excited for Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, like, literally, no, seriously, I think I have, like, a problem. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited. Uh, so I'll be doing a full playthrough of that as well, which I've mentioned a few times. But um, yeah, there'll be a few a full playthrough of that coming to YouTube very, very shortly, as soon as it releases. Uh, both Ali and I have pre-ordered on the same day it releases. We're driving to JB Hi-Fi, um, picking up our copies, driving home. And you've taken the day off, Ali? Yep. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so it's fucking good. And Monday and Tuesday after. You took the Monday, Tuesday, you bloody legend. I'm going to do that too. That's a great idea. Um, all right. That was the only, that was the big main announcement I wanted to share. The other smaller announcements, obviously, um, yeah, full playthrough of Tears of the Kingdom coming soon. Uh, and we are rapidly approaching the 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. As of about an hour and a half ago, we hit 700. Thank you so much, everybody. If you're Ooh. listening to this and you are subscribed, you're an absolute bloody legend. Take an initiative and uh, not an initiative, take an inspiration in your D&D game. If you're not playing D&D game, you've got an inspiration in life. Spend it whenever you want. Um, just find a DM to like confirm that inspiration has been uh, has been used. Um, if you are not one of the legendary people who has subscribed, the uh, I think it's the 58% of you who are not, come join the club, guys. What are you doing? Come join yeah. us. It's free. Click that button that subscribes. Come join us. It's loads of fun here in the subscribe club. Exactly right. Come join us. Come and, and get your inspiration. Alrighty, let's jump into the session. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Tetra, Niles, Nauthus, and Crassus have been sent to the nearby settlement of Laspire to locate the hill giant fort recently seen flying overhead in the nearby area. Last session, the group arrived at the town, finding some obvious signs of trouble as they travelled down the main road. They were met outside the gates by Harry, a Harangon travelling merchant who had only just arrived to peddle his wares in town and attempt to open trade negotiation. Excuse me, and attempt to open trade negotiation with the tri with the giants. Deciding to travel in town together, the group found the settlement seemingly abandoned. The central town square now destroyed, replaced by a massive metal and obsidian orb, softly glowing and pulsing with light. Deciding to investigate the nearby houses, some of which seemed to be in the process of being deconstructed, the group found the settlement crawling with clockwork creations resembling ants the size of dogs. From all over the town, these mechanical creatures were gathering materials from the nearby buildings and transporting them to the sphere. Purpose unknown. After taking on some spider-like drones and a larger damaged scorpion drone in the nearby church, the party discovered the nearby tavern seemingly untouched by the constructs. Hoping to locate survivors who could explain the situation, the group ventured back onto the streets, but were soon ambushed by more of the scorpion drones, these ones undamaged and far more dangerous. Managing to escape into this apparent safe zone around the tavern, the group explored the bar and taproom, discovering it a state of having just been abandoned. The room itself, however, was disguising a hidden danger. Methods. Or like demonic creatures made of smoke and steam attacked the party during their thorough investigation of the chimney. We left off last session with the Mephits defeated and a figure emerging from the back room, calling out to the party. Uh, uh, hello? Are those creatures gone? Did, did you get them all? As you turn around looking over the uh, the bar and tap room, in a bit of a, a disjointed state since your brief conflict with the Mephits, a few chairs and tables up, up, upturned and uh, a few areas of darkness as the smoke Mephits still dissipate. Um, looking towards the north, you can see a door has opened in the far northwestern corner of the room. 
um, emerging through is an older man. He looks to be in his maybe mid-60s, um, shaved head, very small, white, wispy gray beard, uh, dressed in robes and clutching two large leather-bound books to his chest as he peers through. Did you, did you get them? Did you clear them out? I think we got most of them. Um, there were four, four where you're aware of. Were there more than four? Uh, there were six. Six. I, I, I believe we got them all. Yes. Yeah. I think. I think that's it. I. Yes. I think we oh. got them. Oh, thank, thank Malora. I, I uh, when, when I heard the commotion and I first saw them emerge, I was terrified. I, been hiding in the back room. Are you part of the expeditionary force sent to rescue us? Who are you? Uh, well, uh, we're, we're from the Tempest Guild. Um, uh, my name is Niall Silverland, and, and these are my companions. Uh, Crassus, now, now uh, Harry, Tetra, and, and Lyra. Oh, I have the Tempest, Tempest Guild. I've heard of you. You're that group who saved, saved Palin some weeks back. Well, it, it, not, it not us specifically. Yeah, wasn't us. But we're part of the same group. Oh, you're like their interns. I'm not. <laughs> no, this is a um, merchant. He's just, oh. uh, he's just here. He, for some reason, this merchant has quite, a, a, you know, his good potential for combat. Well, I could he's see how with it might be beneficial if you were low on supplies to bring a traveling merchant along with you and, and purchase what you need. No, 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 he's not part of our party. Oh. Oh, apologies, sir. Well, uh, my name is uh, Nomu, but uh, most people here uh, refer to me as uh, Mr. Library. Thank you for that, chat, for spending channel points to name a person Mr. Library. Thank you, chat. <laughs> Thank you, chat. Nice. You too can fuck up my life by spending channel points on our Twitch channel. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to the Avatar Legends fans who uh, spent eight sessions trying to get it done in Avatar Legends, gave up and came over here. Thank you. Yay. No worries, daddy. No. Stop it. <laughs> Makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, I was wondering, uh, perhaps, um, Mr. Library? Uh, no moves, fine. <laughs> okay, no move then. Sorry. No, 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 no mean to offend. Uh, could you tell us what, what, what's going on uh, here? We've got the mechanical ants, and oh yes, well, they're not really affecting this house or this tavern. Um, what, what's happening here? I, 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 I can give you my best conjecture, but I've, I've, I've been working on a few hypotheses myself. Um, I, I, I'm not sure how much you know of the, the town. Well, um, a few, a, a few days back, um, we'd been excavating. You see, underneath the town square. We discovered a, a whole series of, of artifacts. It's been well known that there were giant ruins built uh, underneath the uh, the town of Last Spire. Some artifacts are dug up every so often. It's a, a bit of a point of pride. Tourists sometimes come through. Uh, archaeologists from the uh, Oxenford Historical Society. Um, I, we've, we've had an expedition come through only a few months back who were interested in investigating. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting uh, away from myself. The giant ruins underneath the town square We'd recently discovered a new passage, one that hadn't been opened before, one that we couldn't open before. A few weeks ago, 
There was a rumbling underneath the town. Lights began to shine from under the earth, this, this very pale white blue light, only for a few moments. It was quite a scare. Some of the townsfolk were concerned there was an earthquake or something, but the, the, the shaking subsided, the lights began dying down. And as we investigated below, we discovered part of the the, the, the large catacombs underneath. It's hard to describe. They're, they're like metal corridors, corridors made of metal and sealed underneath. Some of them had opened this like circular hatchway. We went down and had a bit of an explore, and there were all these strange sigils and runes and markings. I took some rubbings, if any of you are... And he holds up this reef of paper that he unrolls this scroll that... Um that shows this whole long list, almost like um, charcoal rubbing. So you can see the negative letters. So the whole page has been rubbed with charcoal. And then in darker where they've rubbed over, you can see the charcoal letters are clearly um, embossed. And well, um, I've been studying these. I left a few days ago to come to the tavern for a, for a bit of a drink and a, and a break. I, I, I was exhausted and parched. I've been studying quite hard. And that's when the giant fort flew overhead, this massive, stone, almost like a hill covered with stone walls and palisades. We could see the hill giants on it. As they flew overhead, the shaking started again. I could see from the balcony upstairs, the ground just split open like a ripe melon, and this large metal sphere forced its way out, the soil pouring off it like water. And then out of it came these creatures, these scuttling metallic creatures. At first, it was panic. Everyone was screaming and running. But they didn't seem interested in the people. They were interested in the, th in the things, you understand. They, they were going for anything made of metal, stone, wood, basic building materials. Uh, they were grabbing things, taking them back to the sphere. The light from inside the sphere grew brighter and brighter. When guards tried to defend the guardhouse and attacked these creatures, something changed. New ones started emerging, burrowing up from the ground. These large creatures with mandibles, ones with tails, stingers, they overwhelmed the guards in a matter of moments. And they took the bodies with them back to the sphere. After that, I think people got the message and tried to run, screaming. I... I wanted to leave with them, but I thought perhaps it best if I stay and make observations that the tavern seemed untouched. Well, I thought it was. Two of them, the, the spider-like creatures, came in only a day or two ago. Came in through the door, interested in the taproom, I guess, the metal, the brass, fixtures. There was this cylinder hanging on the wall, covered in runes, uh, the, the tap the taproom owner, the bar owner, he said it was some relic he'd found a long time ago. Um, Vice is his name. Um, they tried to take it, and when they touched it, it glowed red hot. And these creatures emerged from the smoke and the fire and began attacking the, 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 the metallic creatures, the, the, um, uh, the constructs. They tore them to pieces, but the cylinder, it fell, hit the floor, and sank through it below. I, I was terrified. I've been hiding in the uh, pantry ever since. Plenty of food and fresh water, you understand. Oh, yes. That's quite a remarkable story. Um, so this cylinder it fell through the floor. You haven't gone to retrieve it yet? 
I suppose you couldn't because of the methods. Uh, is that what they are? Methods? I've heard this word before. Me methods. I assumed there was some sort of magic protection for this thing. But you have to understand that the, 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 the constructs, one of them, the, the method, the, the method, the, the creature that it, it pulled itself out of the fire, it was made of, of molten metal and rock. It melted these creatures into puddles. Not like they're the same creatures as what we fought. No, the, the, there were those ones as well. I was peering through the door, cheering you on from the other side. I'm, I'm not much of a fighter. <laughs> um, there, there were, yes, um, creatures made of smoke and, and steam, but there were other ones. One made of fire, one made of some other, almost a like glowing substance. They went below with the cylinder. Oh, so that is obviously why this place isn't being disturbed. Well, you said that they were getting kept away before, and that's why you came to this place in the first place. Well, then I, I, I noticed that the tavern always seemed like there, were, there was some interest, but they, I mean, the, the, the ant-like ones, they would give it a bit of a berth. And so I assumed that it was it was maybe a, a lower priority for them, those things in here they didn't want or things they weren't interested in. But then the, the, the spider creatures came in. There, I should say, actually, that's not quite true. One of the ants did come in. It came to the window and was trying to extract part of the glass before it froze. And then it made this strange clicking noise and then left. And then it was within a few hours the spider creatures came. Hmm. Well, that's beyond my understanding. Maybe you're just lucky. I've always thought I was uh, had quite awful luck, but I guess maybe I was saving it up for this instance, perhaps. You still uh, tell have, me, aren't you? Tell me, uh, is there anyone else with you, um, or is it just you up uh, in uh, in this establishment? Uh, just me, as far as I'm aware. Um, I, I I did venture up to the the upper floors. I, I I saw, I think I saw you coming into town, and I I tried to wave, and then I heard a commotion downstairs, and I was afraid that I might have caught the attention of something unfavourable. So I I quickly head back down and and, and took up residence in the pantry again. Uh, I sort of give like a knowing look to Niles because that sort of reaffirms the mm. image from before. Yeah, I sort of do the same. Sort of cock my head back and nod. Um. Well, uh, that, I'm glad that you're safe then. Um, uh, you, you wouldn't happen to have known where the where the, the townspeople have fled to? Um, I, I couldn't see too much. It was chaos, you understand. I saw them leave the uh, the town, head out through the main gates, and then there was this concerted effort to try and divert them towards the woods. Um, I believe there's a, an old logging camp uh, towards the, the east of here that they were trying to seek refuge in. Hmm. Did they show any interest in following at all? I'm, or did they just sort of leave them be and everyone left town? There were two that did follow for some time. After the guards attacked, some of the villagers tried to defend. And I mean, you have to understand the houses. Some of the houses just began collapsing on people. The ants, the, the, the constructs, the ant drones began dismantling houses. They would target load-bearing walls. There's this thing they do when they go up close to a structure. They... they touch it with their antennae and make these like tapping sounds. I think they're using some form of like 
visualization to, to see or to, to understand where the weak points of things are. They're very effective at deconstructing things. I mean, look how much damage they've done to the town in only a few days. Give them a week, this town won't exist anymore. And more of them keep coming. Every day. The fact that it's all... not... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say this is all rather concerning. Um, just trying to think what we could do from here. Myra? I was gonna say, um, is there a basement in this building that you know of? Uh, I've never been down before, but uh, yes, there's some stairs at the end of the hallway that, that lead down, uh, up and down. Perhaps that's where the relic is. Or we can follow it further down where it went, but... The, um, the rubbings that you've got, they, are they the same rubbings that's on the outside of that metasphere that, you know, that first popped up like a watermelon? I, I'm not sure about the sphere. I've, I've never gotten too close. I, I can't see any runes on its surface, just that glowing light and these like shifting, swirling masses of metal. It, it moves almost like the metal is like liquid. It's, it's, I've never seen anything like it. You wouldn't happen to know which direction the, uh, the hill giant ship went when it passed over? Um, I believe it headed towards the, towards the west, towards the coastline. Hmm. Good to know. Are you the only one left in the village that you know of? Like, you haven't um, heard anyone else, or...? I, I had seen a few others a day or two ago. Um, the, the, the scorpions got them, I'm afraid to say. It was not something I'd like to relive. If that is all right. No, all right. of course not. So have you seen any of the giants come down at all? Or any of the ants go up? No, I, I, no. The, the, you have to understand that the, the sky giant fort, sky giant fort, the, the hill giant fort had traveled overhead before the orb emerged. I, I mean, I don't want to cast aspersions, but the timing does seem rather odd. Hmm. 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 Okay, well, we have some good discoveries that we've made. Next steps, team. Well, I mean, Lara said it before, maybe we should go downstairs and see if we can find this thing, but I'm getting the feeling that the closer we get to it, the more dangerous it's going to be. I uh, believe that more... Sorry, I was just going to say the dangerous, more dangerous it shall be, but think of the discoveries we can make with this thing. I believe it may be pernient to uh, call this in. We do have the Sending Stone still, and we could perhaps let some our team back in uh, an Oxen Thirt know what's yes. happening here. This seems to be a much bigger situation than perhaps we realized. Wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm. That mm. is a good point. Also We've discovered get... a lot here. Maybe to get some reinforcements for those that went to the logging camp. I mean, they probably don't have a lot of supplies and uh, won't be too uh, successful is... at holding out for much longer unless there's stuff stored there. Where oh, did you come knows? from? You didn't. You didn't pass any messages of the way. No, no one's communicated this terrible sequence of events to any of the authorities yet. How did you know to come here? We were following the giants. <laughs> yes, we we came here to actually communicate with the. The hill giants. That we thought they'd be here. Original mission, but obviously this whole event has transpired, and I think that takes precedence right now. Hmm. Oh. Well, maybe they're one and the same. I mean, it could they, be. 
he said the timing is very coincidental, so perhaps they can either have something to do with it, or can, if we, you know, strike up the right deal, maybe they can help us stop it. It does seem rather suspicious that the hill giants passed over and then the the sphere seemingly activated. Perhaps perhaps someone in the Tempest Guild could tell us what's happening here. Maybe they have more of an insight. Perhaps we can get into contact with Lucky. Maybe he would know. The the thing I will sort of just just musing about, when we got to talk about the hill giants, we heard that they were sort of unintelligent creatures that would rather eat you first than the fact that they're flying around in those same castles and potentially raising technological marvels like this one that has appeared, it's, it's a bit of, it seems a bit above their pay grade from what I can gather, but that's just my own musings at this point. No, that's a that's a good point, Crassus. I think now I want to say something. Oh, oh, well, only this one doesn't want to interrupt. No, by all means, go oh, ahead. please, go ahead. But this is what happened to us. Wait, what? What do you mean? Well, giant technology. We all kind of reactivated the dwarves had made us, made more of us. Um, and we all kind of turned back on. I think it giants. I think it all happened when the giants came back. Mm. Yes. yes. Yes, that is what happened. These so the hill, hill giants could... Sorry, what was that? These these, these constructs, they, they may be the same as us. Potentially. In, in any case... By giants, I mean. Th- this is only one, one town. There, there could be others. The hill giants are pretty far and wide, I, I imagine. Um, if they've re-emerged, this could be happening in other places all across Nostea. We... We must, we must let Mira know what's happening here. Yes. Well, let's do that now. That is top priority. Hmm. Who has the sending stones? Niles will put his hand into the uh, uh, bag of holding and pull out the sending stone. Brilliant. Uh, and then he's going to, uh, I guess, call. See, <laughs> uh, so speak into just... it. Yeah, you just you just use an action to cast sending. That's that's yep. it. Um, for sending, um, you just need to be familiar with the target which you are. Uh, you can send a short message of twenty five words or less, and the creature can answer. Uh, cool. <laughs> so, who would you like to contact, and what would you like to say? Well, you got twenty five well, words. <laughs> Why I don't have the sending stone in my inventory? I should though. We definitely, we definitely got one, right? Owen? You definitely, yeah, you definitely got one. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think uh, it was in the cart, but I'm happy to rule. That oh, you took okay. It with you. I'm happy to rule that you took it with you because that's not a gross. Uh, I think, I think we probably would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Especially when you knew you were abandoning the cart outside the the town temples. I'm, I'm happy to. I, I, I suspect you even mentioned it at the time. So uh, cool. Just trying to think what we'll say. Um, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'll just do that. That's a good one. Larry. You still have some words over as well. <laughs> Many Can't words. find <laughs> giants. Giant metal sphere instead full of metal insects. Everything's dead. <laughs> Twelve. You've still got half your message <laughs> left. 
I'll just say I'll just add to that buildings pulled apart methodically. Yep. And who would you like to send that to? I will send that to I, I I'm gonna just say Mirror, since I'm assuming she has the other one. Brilliant. After a few moments, you hear a reply. Um Thank you for report concerning things. Investigate further. We'll check with Lockie. Communicate soon. Stay safe. And that's what you hear back. I feel like while he's doing the sending stones, Crassus would start getting a bit quizzical and start asking questions like, why is your name Mr. Library? Why do they call you that? Like, well, I, I, You have oh, to understand, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, for, the, for, the, for the children here, there's no formal school. So when it came out that I had a bit of a background in... In education, uh, I, I worked at the um, worked at the archives of the Unseen University for some years. And he puffs himself up a little bit prouder, and um, uh, no magical talent would stand more. Sorry, what is your name again? Uh, Nomu is my name. I don't recall that name. I've studied there for many years. Oh, I, if you were there as a student, you probably wouldn't have bumped into me very much. I was uh, more there as, uh, as, as, as an archivist for some of the, uh, the well, lower sections of the sub library. I, I rarely interacted with students. It's very good to see someone from sort of that same birth. Oh, well, I, I, I was there well, probably about 30 years ago as well. So you look like a young man. Probably you've uh, been there fairly recently. We might have just missed each other in that way through time. I'm 150. Oh, well, um, <laughs> we are looking good for it. Um, well, I, um, yes, yeah, so, um, so, so I, 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 I sorry, and stuff, you know. Oh, yes, of course, yes. Astrolabes, oh, it's, your, your long lives are remarkable. And th- those patches of bioluminescence on your skin. Uh, no, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself again. Um, so, yes, I, th- when, it, when it turned out that some of the children here were, their parents didn't want to send them away for a formal education, but obviously still need to be taught some of the, the things about the way the world works, science, maths, um, understanding of, of grammar, uh, languages. I, I was the natural selection. So uh, for a while, some of the children struggled to, to pronounce my full name, um, Nomu is a nickname most of the uh, most of the parents call me, but uh, one day one of the younger girls just called me Mr. Library, and uh, well, it kind of stuck, unfortunately, and um, it's kind of been hanging over my head ever since. Perfect, you, you poor soul. That is, um, <clears throat> yeah, not flattering at all. That nickname, but oh well, it's something. I think it's rather endearing myself. Yes, well, I mean, I do have a rather fine collection of books, if I say so myself, and obviously any any of my students are free to peruse their subjects, within reason, within reason. Um, so yes, I, I suppose the name Mr. Library was somewhat inevitable, wasn't it? I mean, I, I thought more it was your, your wealth of knowledge that you could share with the world. I thought it was, uh, I think it's rather an endearing nickname. I wouldn't be too concerned. Oh, I, I, yeah. <clears throat> It's more just when people call me that that I've known for, for 40 years who know my name and who saw me as a young man now greet me as Mr. Library when I walk past. It makes me feel like I'm, I'm much older than I am. It doesn't make me feel very young, I have to say, when everyone's oh, te- right. treating me like this old, old teacher coming along. Mr. Mr. Library. That's a, that's a little cheeky. Uh, Please, Mr. Library was my father. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't say that. Yes. Well, anyway, we digress. Um... Niles, did, what, did you find out anything? Uh, yes. Um, Mira said she'll be speaking to Lockie about the 
what we're seeing here to see if she can find some more information. And she just told us to investigate further. Um, I suppose that means perhaps we should find this relic then in the basement. Beats our alternative plan of uh, investigating the sphere further, which mm. doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> no, I, I, by all means, we could be the first ones at the scene. We could make a name for ourselves. That's true. Maybe oh, we should be. There's uh, some kind of uh, construction device. Oh. <laughs> I mean, hmm. it, it could be. I mean, Mira mentioned when, when we were on the way here that... Um, it was to, you know, uh, the hill giants were here originally. I mean, could it be just like a giant time capsule that's just been designed to rebuild the city and, you know, as they knew it when they were working? Perhaps. Or some sort of resource collection for the giants themselves. Perhaps they want to build somewhere else. They just need the rare the, the resources for it. Although Crassus is right, it, it strikes me as strange. Not that I am overly familiar with giant society, um, but everything that I knew about the hill giants was that they were pretty barbaric, pretty simple-minded. Um, for them to have orchestrated all of this seems rather suspicious. Hmm. May not be In there. any case, hmm. Perhaps we should right. investigate this basement then. Sounds good. Hmm. Well, uh, be careful. I'll um, I'll uh, I'll head back to the pantry then. And um... <laughs> uh, before you go, Mister Library, uh, Creases, did you want to look through the uh, rubbings? Ooh. The um, what, sorry, please the, be uh, rubbings. The uh, the 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 rings that he uh, rubbed. I I can't read it, but uh, you might. You know, the rooms that he, he rubbed off. He rubbed them off pretty good. Like, <laughs> collected them all on the paper. Do you want to see the runes? If you um, all want to wait for <laughs> 10 minutes, just give me a second. I'll, um, I'll just do a cast a quick ritual. Huh? I'll, I'll do detect magic to help me as well with it, just in case that can turn up anything. Okay. What's the. So, detect magic, it's within 30 feet, correct? Yeah. So then I can walk around and with it, of course. And, and uh, I was also referring at... to the uh, rubbings that uh, Mr. Library took of the um, relics that they found. Like the charcoal. Yeah, the charcoal rubbings. Yeah, the old collection of papers. Yeah, so he's, he's got he's got some papers, scrolls, that he's um, taken from down below the town in the catacombs below oh, the town. Okay. These metal, so more, metal okay. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's I, what he I, has. I misunderstood. Yeah, okay, then I'll, I'll pull through them instead and maybe do the history check. Can I have a little peek over his shoulder? <laughs> yes, you can. Of course you can. Uh, you may both roll history or um, I'd allow arcana. History or arcana. <laughs> uh, Lyra, you're looking for a wooden pot lid. Um, you can definitely find a wooden anyone's pot lid. anyone's left any discarded armor around, but that's more <laughs> unlikely. Any, any studded leather armor? Owen, any uh, full chitin? Metal plate, no metal. Sorry, only chitin plate armor that you can find. No, um, no discarded armor. But as you have a bit of a look around, you can see one of the barrels that's recently been pulled open. The the whole barrel lid is there, and you could just really easily nail through two leather straps to it. Probably, yeah. If Harry wants to give you a hand with that. Um, no, sorry, Harry's having ale. Is that right, Dave? 
Harry's drinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. As you, as you start going through the barrels, Harry's like, oh, good idea. He goes and like opens up a barrel and begins pouring himself a drink. Um, <laughs> yeah. This you is, can, I do have drink. my tinker's tools and that proficiency active, I'm fairly certain. Would you like to roll... Would you like to roll a, I'd say, slider hand uh, or a... What would be another appropriate one for that? Uh, Harry's by the side, just going, like, yeah, just, just be, be to the left, you got that? So oh, that was so close out. to a 20. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a 7. That's not that close to <laughs> Oh, because you saw the dice rolling on the virtual table. Oh, oh yeah. 7. Um, uh, I mean, you do Harry, your best. Harry was thinking the health action, though. Okay, then you may yeah, roll again. He's like, yeah, yeah, like, a bit to the left there, you got this? Yeah, yep. He's with, with his ale? Eight. <laughs> he's not being that helpful. <laughs> um... <laughs> You, you have a you have a makeshift shield, Lyra. It's only going to give you a plus one to your armor class because it is a makeshift shield. It's something. It's something. <laughs> uh. Are you suggesting an insight check? Um, so, Crassus, uh, 19, now 14. Crassus with the Arcana check. These runes aren't just giant runes. Mixed in amongst these, you can also see sigils that represent different elements in the arcanic language as well the language used to to create spells and to um, produce magical effects the language that uh, all practitioner magic uh, ma practitioners of magic speak when they have a verbal component it's not just giant runes there's other magic symbols here too a number of them you recognize there seems to be um, one's for a type of conjuration magic that you're not very familiar with. There's one for an enchantment school of magic you're not familiar with. The way the runes go together looks unlike any magic spells that you've studied or, or know, but you can tell that they're related to conjuration and enchantment. And then there's a very, very long, almost like strangely cramped collection of runes that form a spiral shape. So these tiny runes have been used to create a much larger spiral-like pattern. The rune itself, if you look at the, the smaller runes, spell out a long sequence of events describing this incredibly intricate sequence of magic involving the deconstruction and reconstruction of matter. And when combined into this full spiral, it's bound within this form of energy that is contained within some sort of... Uh, some sort of spherical object, which you very quickly would be able to, to go, oh yeah, <laughs> maybe it's the giant glowing orb. <laughs> um, yeah. But whatever this magic is, it breaks down matter and reconstructs it and changes its form um, into something else. Uh, and the byproduct of that process produces light and heat. Okay. Um, as... Okay, so what everything you've just described, I will describe to the party. Mm. We'll speed it up. I'm not going to yep. roleplay that. Now, um, history of 14. Your focus then is the giant ruin, a uh, giant yeah. ruins. Now, there are some runes on this page which match runes across your body as well. Mm. Ones that help provide you with effects that you're still sort of learning and, and understanding even to this day. As you look through them, yeah, a number of the runes seem very, very similar. In fact, some of the sequences of runes that you can see described match the runes on your body almost exactly. As you focus now and begin concentrating, there's a brief moment as your vision blurs ever so slightly, and as you pull the page back a little bit and let your eyes unfocus, 
you see that the runes themselves are actually arranged again in these patterns. And as you focus and concentrate, you can actually see the sequences of runes forming the shapes of the ant constructs, forming the shapes of the spider constructs, as well as many, many others. All created from this script and hidden within the block of text are these patterns that create the shapes of the constructs. And as you look down at one of your arms, the runes for your arm match the runes of the ant arm exactly. The way the motion works, the movements, the articulation, it's almost exactly the same. And as you begin tracing up across your body, again, you can see these sections that are identical, but many, many more that are not. And that's what you see on the page. Crassus? Um, yes. Do you see that? Um, I can... At first you wouldn't, but then as now yeah. points them out and traces around the outline of these um, these shapes and, and patterns, you can start to see them too. But it takes now pointing out and tracing them to really see them clearly. Um, the way the text is arranged, it's almost like um, you know how you can use text art to create like shapes yeah. and text? It's exactly the yeah. same as that. It's a form of that using giant runes. And the rest of the runes around it, this mixture of arcane and giant language, all appear to be other things. But then inside is this almost diagrammatic breakdown of these creatures and the runes that animate them. Exactly the same as now. That's cool. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I probably do like a few double takes looking at like the runes that are on the page, looking at now, looking at the runes on the page, looking at the runes on now. Have you. Do you realize that these runes, that are, some of these on here, are on your person? On, yes, on on this one, and this one, and this one too. Uh, for podcast <laughs> listeners, uh, now is gesturing to their various limbs. Uh, <laughs> just uh... I start, I start like pacing around, looking around, like sort of looking like matching runes with like that she has, like with uh, or they have with runes on the um, on the scrolls. This is simply. These look not. like to be schematics. Yes, I, I, I can see that now that you've pointed out. This. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to start. I'm going to. Crass is going to start writing his own notes. Down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As he um, starts sort of compiling research for a potential thesis in the so, Crassus, Crassus, <laughs> to, to, to fully transpose all the notes on the page in front of you in a language that you do not speak, this is going to take you some time. Like, we're talking no, a that's couple fine. of hours. No, no, no. no I, what I'll be doing is, like, what I'm, I'm taking oh, notes. Oh, just like, taking well, notes on, like, saw this rubbing, okay, so has diagrams. This, 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 I, I'm, like, to, like, compile it, like, okay, I cool, am cool. not... Trans like, this will be... That will take more down. That will take down It's, time. like, footnotes. You know, just, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, stay within my mind. Tetra's going to lean over to Lara and be, like, that is so fascinated with these tiny pieces of paper. Yet <laughs> all around them is destruction and death and... I'm confused. Is, is this I mean, what nerds do? And especially because Crassus is like super focused now. He, he probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps while we're waiting, we'll uh, put a tea on then. Put a tea on. <laughs> oh, there's a lovely blend in the pantry that I've cooked up once or twice. I could fetch oh. it for you. 
So, oh, that would be lovely. Uh, you guys probably notice that Crassus gets a bit too close to, to the fire that's going on in the middle, and some of his like clothes start to like singe. Now we'll just pull him back, just <laughs> just really oh, gently. Yes, I have this What's, blend, shy oh, York platinum. Oh my god, oh, my, it's my cloak. Um, start packing it down. Ooh, is Mr. Lyrie actually leaving to the pantry? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna follow Mr. Library to the pantry. Yeah, yeah. Harry cares of Niles as well. Yeah, I'll go for it, guys. As 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 Nomu slash Mr. Library, because officially his name is Mr. Library because that's what chat voted on. Um, as he as he walks out into the corridor, you can indeed see a, a corridor much the same as the one that you first walked in through. Um, this one running uh, horizontal, um, running from east to west, and at the end of it, you can see a staircase heading up and a staircase heading down. This um, almost like square corner staircase, uh, but. Mr. Library doesn't lead you through there. Instead, he leads you to the first door on the left. And as he takes you in, you can see a much smaller private bar. Um, there is another spit roast in here, still turning, still working away. And a very small private bar with a couple of tables and chairs. And as he walks on through and heads into the back door, um, you arrive in a much larger cellar filled with barrels and shelves uh, and all sorts of delicious foods, cheeses, preserved meats, uh, all arranged and uh, and well looked after. You can see that there's a, a little bedroll that he has set up in the uh, the southern corner of the room, uh, along with a few empty wax peelings, probably from some wheels of cheese that he has thoroughly enjoyed. The breads <laughs> that were hanging on the hooks, some of them are actually, you can see the hooks are empty, and there's also a long... Uh, trail of sausages which he has clearly been helping himself to you can see bite marks in the end of it and as uh, as you walk in <laughs> he like quickly tears the bitten sausage off looks around stuffs it in his mouth and goes mm, mm, mm. Not, oh, the cheese over <laughs> cheese over in the back corner <laughs> as he chokes on the There's sausage no you've got to do what you got to do my friend it's fine <laughs> I won't report you to any authorities oh um the fact that you're specifying that does somewhat concern me. Oh, no, no, no. I, I think he's joking. I don't think there are any authorities left alive to do anything anyway. Oh, that is true. Oh, God. Yes, I remember. And he sort of like looks quite traumatized for a few moments. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I just, you just got to do what you got to do. Hey, chap? It's fine. Um, here's the, here's the Shire York Platinum Tea. Um, let's head back and brew, brew a, a bit, shall we? Why, well, yes. Uh, how, how do you take it? Uh, a little bit of milk, maybe a, a splash of sugar or honey. But, uh, do, do you have any milk at all? Uh, I can't imagine that would have been kept very well. Um, well, there, I mean, there is a, there is a uh, section of the, uh, the, the, the pantries that's kept cold. Come with me, I'll take you back out. There's a, there's a cold room. Ah, very good. And with that, he leads you right up towards the edge of the stairs, heading back out through into that main corridor, and then opens and heads through a, another door that leads to clearly the kitchen preparation area. Yeah. As you step in, the room is actually cold and chilled. As you, you step into the room, you can see your breath condensing into mist in front of you, uh, and there's a few uh, large metal containers filled with water and milk. Not mixed together, obviously. Oh, what a... What a... What a fine kitchen you have here. This is um, reminds me of the one back at home, actually. Oh yes, Vice. Vice runs a very tidy establishment. He's um, it's quite a successful business owner. I believe he owns a couple of taverns, not just in uh, in Laspire, but in some of the surrounding settlements as well. 
was Vice um, here when everything went down? Or did he escape the yes. townspeople? Or? Yes, no, no, he was here. Um, I, I last saw him gathering many of the patrons together and uh, leading them out of the tap room. Ah. Would very much like to meet him one day. Well, hopefully he's with the others and they're all safe in the uh, in the nearby forests. Um, lovely tiefling vice, very lovely man. Oh. How long do you think they'll be up, they'll be okay out there? Well, it's been a few days. Uh, I, to be honest, I am a bit concerned that they haven't travelled to Oxenford. I, I I would have thought the plan would be to head to one of the nearby settlements and get word to Oxenford, but no soldiers have come. You're the first help I've seen arrive in town. I I, I do hope something hasn't happened to them in the forests. Perhaps once we're finished up here, we'll uh, go check up on them. Perhaps we can bring some rations. Although, I don't know if we'll be able to bring enough for everyone. We might be able to fill the cart that we came in with some. Oh, we uh, have a cart. Oh, yes, that's a great idea. It's a grand idea. We could maybe hitch a wagon to the back of it, if, if your horses are strong enough, and we could tow the whole lot into the forests. I mean, if, if the horses aren't strong enough, I think now we'll be. Plus, we've told the guilds about the situation, so I'm sure they'll send hope help soon if they can. Plus, it's not horses. It's uh, oh, something else oh, entirely. Mules, right. Well, mules could be quite strong, and hopefully a couple of good mules will pull the... Nothing, nothing wrong with having mules to pull your cart. I, I look over at Tetra, and I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, mules. <laughs> Uh, during this time, Crassus and now there's uh, Crassus. You finished your very long uh, sequence of notes on the uh, on the scroll. As um, as Mister Library walks back in and sees you sort of finishing up, he goes, "Oh, you can you can keep that rubbing if you want. I've I've got two. I made a couple redundancies and all that. I've I've still got two more." Oh, perfect. Um, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. This would this would be great actually to to bring along with me. Yes. Oh, absolutely. No, please. Um, I, if you're if you're if you're here to help and understand these creatures, uh, be much obliged. Just remember, cre- credit credit where credit's due. I, I did start the seminal paper on these things, and uh, make sure to to, to to cite any of the academic works I publish as part of this, please. You seem getting a little bit uh, sort of blustery. That's fine. I, I do a bit of a do a bit of a bow. No, shoot all. Like, yeah, by all means, I would not um, want to, to to take away any work, you know, away from you that you have. Put in, put it. Indeed. So by all means, I shall cite you where um, I shall cite you your works. Thank you, uh, Harry. What are you doing? Yep. So Harry, um, on the way back from the call room, is just lingering by the stairs, and he's just leaning over and, and seeing if he can hear or see or or feel anything upstairs or downstairs, particularly downstairs, but also upstairs. Would you like to roll me a perception check, please? He's a perceptive little boy, so it's only a 14, but still decent. 14's not bad. Um, Harry, from down below, you can hear the occasional, almost like this clockwork ticking, but only very rarely this and then silence for a while, and then and then silence for a while again. And then occasionally this like hiss of steam. Okay. Well, uh, when 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 Harry goes back to the main hall, I assume that he's being made. He's being made. Um, while he's sipping a tea, he'll tell everyone, "Oh, ye, I heard some uh, sounds from downstairs. Um, it's like a tick, tick, tick sound." A mysterious uh, voice. <laughs> it's a pipe bomb. It's a 
Do you don't know what we're quoting? Google Potter Puppet Pals and have your life change forever. That's an old internet shit, right? It's an old reference, but it checks out. I don't think they'd even finished making the movies when that came out. No. No, they haven't. So good. Anyway, sorry. It's it's not like the ants when when they were like trying to figure out which ones were load bearing walls. Yeah, I don't think so. It was like very very intermediate. Intermediate does kind of work there. (laughs) Well, uh, after we finish this lovely cup of tea, do you guys want to go and have a look? You've got time for this. Uh, do you want to read that out loud, Niles? So you've you've taken the kettle from Lyra, begun boiling some water on the uh, on the hot coals. Once the kettle's boiled, it doesn't take very long. The hot coals are designed to spit roast. They're pretty warm. It doesn't take no. too long before the kettle starts gently whistling. You begin pouring some tea for everyone in the mugs. Yeah. Oh, cheers, yeah. Rove. No problems. It's quite nice. It's got a very nice. sort of like rich tannin flavour. Um, ah. For those of you who have a little bit of sugar, the sweetness does add an extra layer of flavour, but for those of you who just have it black, it's still very nice. Mm-hmm. What an obliging owl you are. Oh. oh. <laughs> Nomu, oh. like, Mr. Library turns around looking at the door and goes, I'm so sorry. I I, I thought I heard something because I, 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 sorry, I slammed it. Sorry. Oh. And we just came out of a fight and we're not jumpy at all. Hey, oh. low is his crossbow. <laughs> Get in the goddamn walls! Sorry to interrupt, but just uh, I just looked it up, and for people that aren't feeling old enough, uh, her uh, Potter Puppet Pals came out in 2007. Wow. Just a cheeky 15 years ago. Oh god! I thought it was old, uh, older than that. It's genuinely half my life. I it was early two thousands. There you go. YouTube wasn't even out till two thousand seven, wasn't it? Like, True. what was that? YouTube? Uh, yeah, is it, yeah. I thought it was like a. New, I thought it was like a Newgrounds like. Skip. It was originally. Oh, new Newgrounds, man! Yeah, it Newgrounds. Was it was Newgrounds. I love right? Newgrounds. I yeah. used to. I used to not get a lot of work done playing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I used to procrastinate huge amounts of study time playing on yeah. Newgrounds and um, the old Adventure Quest as well. I remember that. It was like the Flash game that you could play. Oh, yeah. I had like really like quite fun tongue-in-cheek. Well, I remember. I remember. Is remember still around? Quest. Is Adventure Quest still up? Can I go play the original Adventure Quest? Or 100% it's been monetized in microtransactions now, right? Yeah, probably. Has to have been. That was uh, the other one that was similar to that was like mechs and stuff. Yeah, there were some good ones. I remember, do you remember? Apparently, you can still play it. Hey, God, do you remember Veggie Quest? I remember Veggie Quest. Remember? <laughs> I'd, do that, I'd do that voice better than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah, remember? Remember Veggie Quest? Yes. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, you too well. <laughs> Thank you. I've, I've only seen that episode once. I don't know why I can do that voice. <laughs> That's clearly one that lives rent-free in my brain. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. Oh, man. We are so far off the rails right now. Yeah. Eating those member berries. <laughs> some, there's something in that. T- they squeeze the member berries to give it its, uh, its potent flavor. <laughs> send, your, wow. send your mind back. It's We used to use bergamot, but it's such a, a boring flavor when compared to member berries. So we, we switched it across. <laughs> Remember berries. You remember berries? You remember bergamot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, carry on. Oh no. Um, I think um I think I think Niles would just sort of say, ah, my um it's important to uh to take some time to sort of take the tea and uh, center yourself and 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 try to relax your mind and your body. It's uh, very important. You know it is actually. I'll just mm. Do some little bit of Reiki over here. <laughs> <laughs> you need to give it a different name, otherwise. <laughs> it's gonna... okay, I do. I'll change the name. Give me a I'll do a little bit of bullshittery over here. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> a little bit of pseudoscience. Um, it's not pseudoscience, it's magic. Sorry. I'm going to take some leaves, I'm going to burn them. Hmm. Um, I'm like drinking. Leaves as well. I mean, it's just leaves all around. Lyra's like throwing some mushrooms around, just trying to. She's trying to eat, but not really. Are you like quickly brewing like a um? Oh, what are they called? That like mushroom tea that people drink nowadays. Oh, reishi mushrooms. Ooh, <laughs> no, yeah. it's not hallucinogenic. No, 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 no. no. Reishi it's like the soft drink. It's like the soft drink that everyone's drinking now. That's like reishi. Reishi isn't hallucinogenic. I know. I was, I was just. I was <laughs> <laughs> what's that thing that everyone no what's that thing that everyone's drinking now that's like a kombucha kombucha's a fungus isn't it oh, oh yeah it's fermented yeah yeah. Fermented, yeah yeah is kombucha a fungus i think it is lyra's though they're brewing yeah. fucking kombucha so. <laughs> uh it is a yes it's a mushroom manchurian mushroom manchurian oh, mushroom it's a great name <laughs> why do they call it kombucha <laughs> you want some manchurian mushrooms baby <laughs> it sounds like a, a drug manchurian. in star wars <laughs> you yeah. don't want to sell me Manchurian mushrooms. I asked the Manchurian mushrooms from Mandalore. <laughs> I don't want to sell you Manchurian mushrooms. <laughs> oh wow. man, we are derailed. Let's get back on track. Tea, tea time is just tea time is just derailed tea us. Yeah. All tea is hot leaf juice. Ah, uh, there we go. We have to get the Zuko. Re- you have to get the Zuko reference in. Um. Um, uh, I think Niles just looks up at Crassus and goes, uh, are you finished with your with your notes there? Um, Owen, am I finished with my notes? You, you <laughs> would have you would have had a good chance to write down some of your some of your observations and notes. Um, if you guys wanted to have used this as an opportunity for a short rest, yeah, you can so 100%. do. Uh, and you may also level up to level three if you have not already done so. Yay! It's part of our because you did reach a level up at the end of last session, but normally we try and do it as part of a, a short or long rest. So my question is, level three, there's some exciting things happening with subclasses. Everyone is now specialising who has not specialised previously. Tetra, would you like to reveal your druid subclass, which I think you've already done? I did. Circle stars. Brilliant. Now so I didn't actually get. I didn't actually get get anything this level um no. but i've just gone into the circle now yep. so you so. probably get some more spell slots so like some oh yeah i got, spell spells. Spells. I got my yeah. second level so that's nice actually yeah. yeah so second level spells are good that's yeah, what i got yeah. as well yeah, I got uh now this your level threes i've been a bit of a mystery for those who haven't looked at your character art uh, <laughs> uh yeah. i don't know yes yes uh now this is officially a rune uh 
Rune Knight. Wait, is what? It? That doesn't and make any what? sense. There's the synergy now. I know. I thought you were Arcane Archer. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to playing this at the last time I played this before. But so, you like Echo Knight? Echo Knight. I did think yeah. about Echo Knight. Yeah, Echo Knight's yeah. a cool. lot of fun. Echo Knight. Echo yeah. Knight. Yeah, no, I love Echo Knight, but I think Rune Knight's going to be really fun yeah. to see that. I've never seen anyone play it, so it's going to be really no, fun to see no, that. Rune Knight is really cool. There's a yeah. lot you can yeah. do with it, and it's and it's actually quite well balanced as it levels up. It's not one of those ones that peaks and drifts. It's actually consistently pretty good just the whole way through. Yeah, right. Mm, and it's um, got some good, um, synergy with other classes and other feats as well. Yeah. Yeah. Dip around, That's but we'll awesome. see what happens. What now? This does. Hold on. Hello. Um. And I just got ideas in my head. Fire rune. There's my runes. What was your rune? Sorry, the stone and fire. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Cool. Uh, we know that Lyra is a spore druid. That's uh, there's no surprises there <laughs> at all. Um, Dave, what have you taken as your your? I believe a. I'm a swashbuckler. Swashbuckler. Yeah. I do love swashbuckler. Um, yeah, they're like a one rogue kind of like archetype. Um, one of my run. favorite rogue archetypes, actually, swashbuckler. Yeah, yeah I've never tried one. I'm so excited. Oh, it's Very fantastic. Cool. It's one, one of the coolest. And in terms of like roleplay potential and what you can do with it, it's one of my faves. Now. Yeah, plus I, I like a charismatic um, character. So like the. Um, Always. Yeah, yeah, so it made sense to go um, swashbuckler with the initiative boost. So, yeah. 100%. And uh, yes, Lyra through the... Can you say that out loud, please? Through the graces of a very generous DM. <laughs> you sound like a hostage. I am pleased to announce that I have been graciously allowed. <laughs> you know. You typed this. You typed it. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> what have you been allowed to do, Ali? I've been allowed. I've popped out with shillelagh, so I can no longer oh, make jokes at Yobits' expense. <laughs> Thorn Whip's gone. What have you traded oh. Thorn Whip for? I do now have shillelagh, so Yay! I can actually... <laughs> because, because someone, <laughs> someone didn't realize that uh, shillelagh is basically a requirement for the sport druid to be involved in any <laughs> combat. a completely different character <laughs> plan, which I changed. Well, you went a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. No, so obviously, while you guys are still figuring out your characters, um, things that normally you're not really supposed to change, things like cantrips in certain circumstances, um, Obviously, have a chat to me, but we'll we'll rework stuff because again, these characters are still very early days. You're still figuring out the builds that you want to do. All of you are trying new builds out that you've not played before, so there's going to be a bit of a learning curve here as well. So we will be changing stuff around. Now, Matt, your yeah. subclass is a build that no one has ever played before because yeah, this, this is a completely yeah, homebrew new, subclass, brand new homebrew subclass. Mm -hmm. Um, courtesy of Owen. Uh, I'm trialing it out for this campaign. Uh, I have taken the, the Way of Sympathy, which will be a very interesting uh, subclass, um, but basically designed around uh, becoming in tune uh, with your enemy and uh, sort of like sort of aligning with them uh, and sort of matching them for certain abilities, uh, which I think will be really interesting in terms of uh, the gameplay. Um, I think I can I can definitely see. Uh, some sort of some, some synergies happening as well uh, with some of the things that uh, I'll be able to do as I advance this level. 
Um, for example, at level three, I, I guess I can reveal this. Because, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. I'll be I'll be putting all this up um, on the wiki for anyone to use if they want to, and it is on D so Beyond as well. At level three, I get an ability called Synchronize, which is as a bonus action, you can spend key points to synchronize yourself to an enemy, making yourself resistant to that creature's attacks, which is pretty strong. And that's going to make me pretty tanky, um, which I really love. Uh, really love the idea of that. Um, and then I also have another ability here at level three called Align. Uh, when, a com when combat begins, you can spend one key point to force one creature to have its initiative change to match yours or change your initiative to match one creature. Each round of combat, you then choose whether you are the creature to go first. So I can see that being really important depending on good for what, what, hap what happens in the initiative order. Yeah, so if you, you know, gives me some, uh, some, some abilities there to sort of strike first. Um, yeah, really, really back. cool. What was that, Michael? Or hold yourself back if you need to as well. Exactly That's right. Really cool. Yeah. So the whole yeah. the whole it's build is enemy, based around the idea of aligning your key with your enemies and being able to adapt and change initially yourself to match them, later mm. on to change them to match you. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of based on a couple of different martial arts styles within Kung Fu and also one of my favorite um, once-off science fiction-y sort of novels by Nick Harkaway called The Gone Away World, where um, it's, and I thoroughly recommend if you can track this book down, it's hard to find, but it's a brilliant novel. Um, it's told in a very unique style where you start in the very middle of the story, go back to the beginning, and then immediately continue on from the middle again. Like it's, and it's brilliant because it's this whole circular story that comes back on itself. But wow. one of the characters in that uses, he's trained in a style of martial arts called the way of the voiceless dragon. And it's all about this like soft style of, of martial arts. Um, and the way he uh, embraces that is all about this idea of aligning your key to your, to your enemy or to your opponent, and then wow. using that to defeat them. And it's, brilliant i thoroughly recommend the book it's not a martial art book at all um martial yeah. arts features in it a little bit uh but it's it's science fiction uh the concept is uh it's kind of like an alternate version of world war ii where instead of the atomic bombs they invent a bomb that strips information from matter yeah and the problem is once you strip the information from matter the matter reforms with the information from the newer sphere the collective mm -hmm. consciousness of all living creatures it is Stunningly weird and brilliant. So I do thoroughly recommend it. Yeah, but no, I'm really excited to try it. Like I can already see some real potential with this class. So I'll be keen to sort of play it out and see what happens, especially at the higher levels. There's some really cool abilities that I'll gain. I think around like six level, I was looking at that. So yeah, yeah, it'll be really cool. Matt's very graciously testing it for me because obviously this is the first time it's ever played. So there's, it might change as we go along when we discover yep. things are a bit broken or not a bit broken. Um, yeah. Being able to gain resistance in exchange for key points may end up being insanely broken. Um, it might only be like maybe you gain temporary hit, hit points in the future. We'll find out. I'm, I'm just yeah. testing it out. So we're, we're going to trial it and play it. I mean, it'll definitely make me sort of uh, really like be conscious of my key economy because I think that'll be it's already yes. it's already something that monks really have to struggle with. Um, so I'll be definitely paying attention to that, especially I think the uh, the synchronizability means I can I can nominate it, it says enemies. In the, yes. in, this, in, the, in the writing, so I could nominate multiple enemies to take um, half damage so you, from. So you gain, really? you gain resistance to a type of damage that they deal. Yeah. yeah so yeah, if they deal right. fire damage, you gain resistance to fire damage so from all like, sources. It's not like all their attacks. No, no, no. So no, he, he no. chooses one damage type and gains resistance to that like, damage type. It's also specifically not for them. So if someone else is dealing fire damage, it's yes. still... 
yes. So, so I should change that to creatures. So you, you choose a creature, you gain resistance to one damage type that creature deals. So I should yeah. say the way, of, the way of Sympathy Monk is kind of a little bit, in a way it kind of opens up the screen a little bit for the DM where Matt starts to be able to find out information about creatures like resistances, mm. things like that. So he, he yeah. starts to learn all these things before the fight commences. And that's kind Which, of like him yeah, aligning also, his also, key. I, I, just, I just thought of one use for it. If um, if uh, someone, say, perhaps a wizard is about to cast Fireball in your direction, you just be like, hey, I'm taking resistance to that. For this. Yeah. Mm, very nice. Is it a reaction? It's a bonus action. Bonus, bonus action. action. But if he knows you're about to do it or you can work Yeah, because I'm definitely taking Fireball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the, I, actually, um, I, I, have, um, oh, yeah. I have read all the abilities and ways sympathy as well because I heard about it and I was curious. Um, key economy will be, yeah, that will make or break it personally. Yeah, it I uses a lot of key points. The abilities, yeah. like all the abilities, use key. Yep. Um, so it's really going to tax the the key pool. So it's it's yep. a choice where you can I be spending key points on things like flurry of blows. It's so it's it's it uses a very similar key economy to the way of the four elements and the way of long death, where yeah. you have to kind of use to use those abilities for those subclasses. You sacrifice no, your flurry of blows or your um, step of the wind and things like that yeah. so it kind of turns the monk more from being a, a an in and out striker into kind of being a bit more of a tank and um yeah. crowd control so it actually it kind of like moves it into yeah tank tank and tank and utility it's is kind of what tank. it turns the monk into off tank what's the align do again matt uh, uh yeah i can read that again for you uh, yes, yeah, so you can channel the key within you, creating a pulse which aligns to a creature's engage uh, to a creature engaged in combat with you. When combat begins, you can spend one key point to force one creature to have its initiative changed to match yours, or change your initiative to match one creature. Oh. Each round of combat, you then choose whether you are the creature to go first. So I think that's pretty good, um, especially if you know, if the enemy gets to jump on us, or you know, depending on where I want to be in the in the turn order to, to either uh, strike first or sort of defend. I think it just gives a lot of uh, creativity to sort of oh, fit into that turn order. Definitely the best time to play test and see how it goes. Yeah, and now we can good. change it and de depending on if it's a bit too less or more. We're already on version three, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, already, I played around with a few earlier ones that were a bit underpowered, then I adapted it, sent it to Matt, and it was a little bit overpowered for some of the things. So now we've reworked it, and it, it sh hopefully it should be balanced. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of fun. Cool. So yeah, if you want to give this a go as well and play the different versions, they'll be up on D and D Beyond, and I'll have all the versions there as well as on the wiki. Cool. I should do a quick shout out to Wiki in chat. Wiki. There we go. Alrighty. As you guys finish your lovely, lovely short rest, what would you like to do? Um. Well, I, I think we were talking about trying to go downstairs and seeing what is down there. But that mysterious ticking sounds interesting. Whether it's a good, interesting, or a bad, it remains to be seen. Indeed. Are we ready? You could be more creatures. I'm. 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 I'm okay. I, I. I've. I've cleansed this area, so I think it'll probably be all right. Ah. Oh. Yeah. The memory fits more. What kind of radius does that have? Like, I mean, does it sort of extend downwards as well? Uh, it's it's a little bit tricky to know because you know sometimes the grains of the wood go the wrong way and that stops the good energy getting through. But um, I think for this this room should be fine. I'm staying in here. 
Uh, <laughs> Mr. Library raises his hand. <laughs> well, Perfect. I think well, if we're ready, we should uh, go find the source of that ticket. Okay, I'll just finish my thing. Oh, Podcast listeners, Michael legitimately has a cup of tea and is quickly finishing it. <laughs> you talked about tea so much, you know what was going to happen. Clay went and made tea. <laughs> Yorkshire gold? Uh, no, I mean, uh, mean Shire York platinum? Yeah. <laughs> just Dula. <laughs> Hulad in this world. Just reverse it. Halud. Halud. <gasps> Shire Halud! No, I'm carrying on. Shire Halud! The spice must flow. <laughs> 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 that was so unnecessary. I don't know why I did that. But I'm pleased that Matt immediately got it and picked up on it. Shy Halud! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, well. Um, we like June. All righty. As you all begin heading back through the corridor and begin walking down the stairs, the stairs creak and groan underfoot very softly but enough to sort of set your teeth on edge as you pass down through into the darkness below. At first, the darkness seems somewhat oppressive, but as you get a little bit lower down this set of stairs, your eyes begin to adapt to the gloom and you can see a soft blue glow coming from down below as well. I'm gonna move you to a new part of the map. Whoop, Crassus. <laughs> Come back here, buddy. <laughs> Oh, there are Crassus. Um, I'll bring them up across. Get us all fancy lined up. Brilliant. Uh, and let me describe the basement? room. That you... Oh, was that sorry? Are there windows in this basement? Um, yeah, there shouldn't be. Let me get rid of those. <laughs> Why there are? <laughs> bye bye. This opens up the dirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there should be. That's interesting. Let's just uh, here we go. Let me just hang on. I mean, I've done it in Sims houses, but... <laughs> Is that what you were doing this morning instead of working? Uh... Yeah, I was trying to get it to line up with a pool. I didn't think you'd uh, admit that. Uh, what if your bosses are listening to this? Don't. They don't? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should be recommending this to your bosses. Everybody at home. Nah, so as you, as you head down into the cellar, you can see the cellar is lit by two small wall torches at the far end of the room. They're meager light, casting shadows that stretch across the floor. Barrels and crates line the walls, and you can see shelving containing cheeses and meats stacked neatly on one another. You can also see faint light shining down from the roof, a small triangular hole in the ceiling at the far end of the room. As you have a bit of a look around, your eyes adjusting to the gloom, anyone with a passive perception of 14 or higher can see a soft blue-white glow emanating from the far side of the room. Uh, Crassus, Nowthis, and Lyra, the three of you inside the room, um, from where you are, your breath begins misting in front of you, and you can feel a chill suddenly permeate through. Um, Niles, Tetra, and Harry, the three of you immediately begin sweating a little bit, the heat causing your, um, bodies to, uh, to start sweating as, as your breath begins catching in your throats, the heat from this uh, underground cellar kind of, yeah, starting to get to you, this this sensation of, of quite close um, humidity. But for Lyra now there's in crisis, it's suddenly quite cold. Your breath begins um, steaming in front of you. So you're saying that one side of the room is too hot and one side of the room is too cold? Niles' like, plumage well. starts just like 
Fluffing, fluffing up a bit. Fluffing. Yeah. <laughs> this is illuminated down here, though, isn't it? What was that? Sorry. This is illuminated down here. Sorry. Yeah, there's there's two wool torches. Um, yeah. Okay. Lighting up the room uh, that you can cool. see. Uh, one towards the southern wall. One towards the uh, western wall. Um, so she point, I'm going to point out to that thing that she spotted with the passive perception, um, the light that was, was it here, sorry? Yeah, soft blue glow coming from the far end of the room at the western wall, right up against the wall. And as you look up, Lyra, you can see this triangular hole in the floor casting a beam of light down below. She looks down. Is there a hole in the bottom of the floor as well? Uh, from where you are, you can't see one. Does anyone else see this glow? And she's just sort of going to slowly walk up, um, yeah. assuming there's no wall of I see death. Lyra and Tetra, the closer you walk to the far end of the room, Lyra, the colder it begins to get. Tetra, the hotter it begins to get. I mean, Tetra, you don't sweat being made of crystal and rock, but your crystals begin vibrating ever so slightly as the heat begins to, to get to them. Uh, as both of you step to that location, the mist and steam that's collecting uh, from your breath, Lyra, suddenly begins to crystallize into ice around you. And you can feel your eyelids starting to almost like ice up around the borders as tears freeze on your face into tiny ice crystals. Before she goes any closer, she's, can I take out my um, thing of abuse water and just sort of splash it over the floor, sort of on both halves in the room, just to sort of see if there's sort of like a concentric sort of like radius or something of like as you go to freezing this as you go to uncork the uh decanter of endless water on the northern side of the room as you go to pour it it immediately freezes around the edge and then as you move down walking back past now there's i'm guessing towards the western half of the room and then head to the southern bit it begins melting quite quickly and then as you pour it on the floor it begins immediately steaming as it evaporates so if I'm guessing that there's no way of her to fling water far enough to sort of see if that still happens. So as you, as you try to do that on the northern end, it freezes solid. Yeah. As you try to do it on the southern end, it immediately starts evaporating. Well, that failed miserably. Um, I mean... Take that decanter of abuse water. <laughs> I've, been designing, I've been designing puzzles and traps now with the knowledge that you have that. I, um... I don't, I don't, I don't like this. It's too hot for me. You can always come on this side of the room if you're more cold tolerant. It's fucking freezing. Uh, maybe if I just stand in the middle, I'll get the best of both. <sighs> you have to find the just right. If we stand sideways and shimmy, would you be One like, half of you gets burned, the back half of you gets frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't just equal, equal out. <laughs> it's oh. almost like down the center of this room, there's an invisible wall and stepping across it changes the climate of the room immeasurably. Does that line up with the triangle at the uh, point of oh, the triangle? Oh, now it really does. Yeah, as you look at it. Yeah, very conveniently it does. Interesting. The, the light triangle of light, which is like, is it oh, right. like there-ish? Yeah, so there's a, hole, there's a hole in the ceiling, a triangular hole in the ceiling, about sort of 15 centimeters across. So making like a triangle, oh, very small triangle like that. In the ceiling that Is though, in the like ceiling. Where- and there's under, light under shining the, down um, from above. You're underneath the tap room. Yeah. The tap room being the, the bar room that we're the in? The bar before? that you were before, yeah. yeah. 
I didn't see a triangle in the floor, though. None no. of you uh, were doing investigational perception checks to sort of... Like, we just library was saying that it was mounted That's just fair. behind the barback, wasn't it? Mm. Until, well, I well, mean, the spiders came and liberated it. Mr. Library did say it fell through the floor. Yes, it's melted through the floor. Yeah. That mm. there were elementals. Yeah. So, yes, definitely tread carefully. Who knows? Um, Obviously, it seems to be more. Be What's the ceiling height in this room? Uh, it'd be about nine feet. Oh, okay. Niles is just going to try and like hover up a little bit to the, to the ceiling and see if there's any difference in the temperature. No, uh, exactly the same. Okay. He hovers back down. Um, and you said we can't see the floor underneath the triangle. Is that what you're saying? Is it, uh, how, how well lit's the room? The room's pretty well lit. It's just more okay. from the, the way the barrels and the shelving are aligned because there, there's barrels and shelving along the walls of the room and also down the middle of the room. Harry, from your perspective, as you walk up close to the shelving and begin trying to peer through the gaps, you can see the cheeses in the middle of the room are beginning to melt and almost like bubble from the heat. And as you step up and look through, you can see this soft blue glow coming from this sort of strange triangular pyramidal object on the floor like a, a cylinder but in a pyramid shape okay okay that like, a, sense. like a like a triangular prism like a toblerone yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it that's just occurred to me it's like a toblerone yeah, yeah. forbidden toblerone the forbidden um, toblerone harry <laughs> throws a wheel of cheese at it the the wheel of cheese as you as you like chuck it over the edge of the shelving um travels about probably like five ten feet before it starts breaking apart into this like gloopy blob before it down onto the floor as a glob of melted cheese and begins then charring um as you do that harry crassus sits down to start casting detect magic unfortunately crassus you're not gonna get to finish that Um, (laughs) because immediately as the cheese sails over towards this thing there's this sudden concentration heat waves coming up from the far western uh, southern southwestern corner of the room that begin bending and warping the air and emerging Uh-oh. from it almost like forming out of liquid uh almost like yeah like almost like the air turning to liquid heat you watch as another method this one almost made of molten air begins coalescing oh, in front of you Ooh. to the north cool. ice crystals form <laughs> begin shattering across and then almost growing and emerging from these crystals of ice another method emerges this one made of pure cold. Uh, I'm going to get you all to roll me some initiative, and I will. Uh... Oh, gee. Oh, press on my buttons. Oh, Important question: How does the the, the cheese smell? Uh, the cheese oh, smells burned and charred at this point. <laughs> so a good smell. A good smell. Yeah, a very good smell. Rat. Looks like uh, looks like Harry paid the cheese tax. <laughs> <laughs> The cheese tax. The cheese tax. You gotta pay the cheese tax every time you cook. It's sad that I could probably <laughs> sing that entire song. Yeah. We're teaching uh, teaching my nieces uh, that song. One of them's, I think, two, and now, like, she only knows about 100 words. One of them is now the word tax because we taught her to sing cheese tax. Oh, that's so, upsetting. <laughs> it's pretty bad, isn't it, that we taught like a two-year-old to say the word tax as one of her like top 100 words that she can say. <laughs> you know you know that you, there's something wrong with you as a human being when that <laughs> it's like your legacy. 
agree. Welcome to the capitalistic society of Twenty Twenty. Yeah, exactly right. Why can I see two Lyras, both with an initiative of fourteen? I definitely clicked uh, on my character token. You did, but there's two of you for some reason. But that's okay. Um, that's not a problem. I fixed it up. I just deleted one of you. Hopefully, it wasn't the right. Hopefully, it wasn't the right one. Hopefully, it wasn't the wrong one. Uh, let me just roll for the methods really quickly as well. And my question is, Niles, are you going to use any of your funky, fresh new abilities? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, it depends what they roll. Uh, well, when can you do it, Lion? I can do it now. I mean, can, can you do it with party members as well? Sorry. Uh, this is it a says creature, creature yeah. that you're engaged in combat with. Ah, yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't think it would make sense to do it on an ally. No, because no, you're the enemy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's all about aligning your key. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stick with a creature that you are engaged in combat with. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, good question. I think I am going to. You're actually above. Oh no, you're between. You're right them. between them anyway. Yeah. I'm tempted. Yeah, I'm tempted to do it so I'm above the uh, ice method but I think I'm not going to in this case. Save those key points. Yeah, saving those key points. I've got three key points, guys. <laughs> They're going to just evaporate like the cheese. Nah, <laughs> just spend the... <laughs> <laughs> bad. The key tax, the key tax. <laughs> if you're going to play a sympathy monk, you got to pay the tax. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how we get the lost archives on the map. <laughs> like a, a viral a viral parody of the cheese tax, but it's the key tax for mugs. Flurry of blows is gonna cost you some key. <laughs> Punch out the enemy and damage their knee. Um, sorry, sorry. sorry. Hey, sorry. Help now. Yeah, I'm afraid. <laughs> You've never committed. <laughs> Don't finish the song, Owen. You know you've got new lyrics popping into your head. Don't sing it. Harry, you're first, please, for the love of God, before I start singing the key tax. Um, the, 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 is it a lava method? Is that what it is? The, um, the fire one? The burning one? Uh, it looks like it's, yeah, made of liquid heat. Does it, does it look like I could run up and swipe at it with a sword without hurting myself by doing so? Um, oh, it, it looks like it is very, very hot. I will say that it, not, not hot enough that if you were to attack it with a weapon, like maybe, maybe if you were to touch it with your bare skin, maybe um, with a lick it, it might protect. You could lick it. Look, <laughs> you can certainly try. <laughs> okay, Harry runs up with his rapier. Rapier. Um, next rapier. rapier. Takes a swing uh, with his new swashbuckler ability. He gets sneak attack, even though he's not hidden. Yep. Very good. Um, and out of curiosity, I should have asked like. this before doing it. Yeah. Um, he, he has fancy footwork. During your turn, if you make a melee attack against a creature, that creature mm -hmm. can't make an opportunity to attack you. Does that kind of like miss? When you make a melee attack melee against attack a creature, against yeah, because it's just attack. when you make the attack. Yeah, it doesn't you don't necessarily have to hit. Doesn't say on a hit. So yeah, I'd say yeah. rules is written. Uh, you just have to make an attack. I'll make my attack. There's a 19 19, 19 is definitely going to hit. 14 damage. 14 damage isn't too bad. Nice. That's max sneak attack. Nice. Nice. Uh, Harry says, like, take this. And, um, now, the question is, would you get your sneak attack? No, no, no. He gets his, um, 
No, no, he, he does because he's um, yeah. uh, the swashbuckler. Oh, sorry. Yes, you do. Carry on. Yeah. Um, and then he runs away again. <laughs> for it doesn't free. get an opportunity attack. Yep. 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 Um, Hiri is not going to run towards any of his teammates because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to crowd things up. So he's just gonna like sidestep behind this barrel and see if he can kind of maybe. I mean, like it looks like he could maybe hide from the ice method. I don't know if you were gonna let me allow for the burn section hide from the thing, but he's just like trying to get a bit of cover or like reduce his like aggro. Have you used your bonus action? No. Do you want to use your bonus action to hide? Yep. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's a sneaky, sneaky stealth check. Sneaky. That, that is a stealth check. Yes. 13, brilliant. As you duck down behind and, and hopefully hide yourself away. Um, yeah. You see his ears above the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twitching as they like hear the sounds of the, of the magma method. Um, yeah, oh, that's hilarious. Uh, now, I do have to quickly check something in your character sheets while we do this. I just need to know what armor each of you has. Um, 15. Oh, or type, okay. Oh no, what type? Is it made right. of metal? Is the question, yeah. I think. Now, yeah. the problem right. is, I don't think any of you have any metal armor. Druid. No. no. It'd be too heavy. None of you have any metal armor. armor. <laughs> None of you wear metal I, I'm armor. Not, I'm just wearing super clothing. Cool. That's uh, that's fine. Tetra, your turn. Okay. So what <laughs> time is no close. I think probably... Or maybe just take a bit of a step back. As she does, actually, what she's going to do is um, she's going to do a quick jump backwards. And then as she does, bonus action for archer form and take a shot. And then as she lands, she's going to cast a new spell, Spike Growth. As she uses the um, um, percussion of her landing to cast Spike Growth. Okay, brilliant. Um, so I'll do one wild shape. So a new character who dis. Is your spike growth like uh, little crystals come out of the ground? Yeah. 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 That's so cool. Spell attack. So, all right. So I'll roll the, um, I'll roll for the attack, which is five. Yep. I can't see it yet. Why aren't you coming up? I don't 14? know. That's okay. 14? Yeah, 14. Against the... Uh, there it is. Against the fire. Against the fire. fire. 14, 14 hits. Sweet. As you let loose with this blast of, uh, of almost like sky light energy, starlight energy, uh, roll me some damage. 28 plus 3. Eleven damage. Ooh. Eleven damage. Oh my goodness! I will mark that off. Brilliant. And then the follow-up with the spike growth is it? Okay, there's no saving throw. It's just a twenty-foot radius centered on a point within range. Which will be that one. So twenty-foot. Actually, can I actually make both of them? So. Twenty-foot radius or down? Oh, so it's just 20 foot range. Let me check. 
20 foot radius centered on a point. Radius. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a lot of spikes. Oh shit, I can get both of them. So um, I'll do it over here. Whoops, got my pointer. I'll do it there. So, so it's a 20 foot eight. circle, correct? Yeah, well. uh, well, so I'm going to get Harry too. Move it, radius or diameter? Radius. You can, yeah, I'll just put a glow on this so that we can see if we put down a little token really quickly. Right, yeah, you could put it uh, as a, so it's just the um, what do they call it? What's that part of the what's that part of the circle called? The arc. The arc. <laughs> it has to be a point you can see within range, correct? Yeah, I'll need to put it through the wall. So through you can't the wall. Do that. Oh, you want to do that? That's fucking huge. Twenty yeah. radius. Is, is it twenty it foot 20 radius? Twenty diameter. It is. It's huge. Yeah, it says twenty foot radius. radius. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. It's so yeah. That's a girthy spike growth. Yeah. <laughs> it's a girthy spell. Yeah. Yeah. What's the save for spike growth? Um, it's, it's not a no save. save. It's when just, you try and move. Um, difficult terrain, and then when you're into it or within it, you take damage oh, that's a for big moving. Spell. I might actually yeah. hold off on that. That'll be right. I'll be right if you want to do it. Taxis backsies. Taxis back. Well, it was, it was also going to hit Lyra as yeah. well. Yeah. Do you, want me to, do you want me to put it down or? Oh, I might not do that. Instead, okay. what I'll do... He hasn't taken his finger off the piece. I haven't, yeah, I taken his finger off the piece. Instead, what I'll do is I'll, I'll cast um, Ice Knife at, um, at second level. At although, the magma... For, um, at the yeah. magma or the ice method? Um, at the magma. So for, for Tetra, it's, um, it's, not really, it's not ice as much as actually just a crystal that, um, that, that grows and then fires out of a hand. Yeah, what would what would be like an ice elemental style crystal? Maybe like a um, like a very pale sapphire. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, you can get white sapphires. What's eleven? I don't know if that'll hit. Uh, eleven. Oh, it just misses. Yeah. As the ice yeah. knife, the method just opens its chest. It explodes. It explodes. So if you're throwing it from there, it explodes against the back wall. Um, yeah. How far away? Does stuff get affected? Uh, it affects do, 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 uh, five feet. Yeah. Hit or miss, it explodes, and then the target has to make a um, deck save. Deck save. Or make a deck save. Yeah. Uh, that is a 15. Ah, uh, that saves. It saves. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Any damage? Half damage? Mm. No. Nah. don't believe so on Ice Knife. No, no, no. Damn. no damage at all, unfortunately. Damn. Sorry, Tetra. But hey, your, your bonus action... Uh, beam of light to deal 11 damage is maximum damage that's insane uh yeah. lyra you're up next it's going to as an action um do a wild shape and summon her symbiotic entity hmm? and as oh, a bonus yes. action okay uh cast uh shillelagh on her quarter hey. she can actually hit stuff this time she's like i figured it out Oh my goodness, no. now, do I have... It took me this long. <laughs> do I have a good token that you could use for right now? And then we will have some official artwork of your... Um... Oh, this will do. <laughs> this is pretty horrifying. There you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Pretty hot. So would you like to describe what your symbiotic entity looks like, Lyra? Oh, as I'm currently imagining it, it's sort of like a really, really large, um, almost ape-like quadrupedal golem. Um, and so it's sort of, you know, dark and not sure if it's more mossy, earthy or stony, but it's sort of a not quite solid, I think. Um, 
And yeah, it's just sort of, it's, it's kind of cute. It's got big hollow eyes and um, it just sort of stands over her quite protectively until, um, you know, until it has to do otherwise. Um, yeah. So yeah, this this creature, like the, the mushrooms along your body, Lyra, probably begin pulsing a little bit as you, as you maybe like pull out a little patch of spores from a secret pouch, sprinkle them around yourself. And as the spores grow from you, emerging into this form it kind of like grows out around you yeah and, and then stands over you yeah quite protectively we will definitely i know ali's been working some artwork that you sent through i'm also going to have a go at this too if i can because i've got some i've got like very studio ghibli vibes of how i want to do this like i've got yeah, yeah i'm thinking yeah. i'm thinking like the you know like the uh, robots the protective robots from laputa castle in the sky but with like a fungus mushroom mossy covering i reckon i could do some cool stuff with that so i'll have a bit of a play around i'm thinking like yeah, do some cool stuff. So I'll, I'll play around, do some artwork for that too. That's so cool. I love symbiotic entity. It's so good. Um, and that gives you some temporary HP and some bonuses to attack, yep. correct? Absolutely. So because I've leveled up again, it's um, as soon as I can find where it is in my character sheet, um, 12 hit, uh, temporary hit points and then a 1d6 additional necrotic damage Um for Hail of Spores and then double damage with um, melee attacks. I think. Phenomenal. This no, is. A, this is it adds, it no. makes um, your reaction go from 1d4 to 2d4 and then you add 1d6 to melee attack hits. Yeah, 1d6 to additional necrotic damage when you hit with a necrotic. melee attack. Yeah. yeah. Well, double damage dice for your Hail of Spores. Yeah. So this this was the realization Ali had when she was like, oh, I really needed to take Shillelagh because <laughs> this only applies to melee attacks, not ranged attacks. You'd built a range druid before that. See, originally my brain for some reason inserted this requirement that it either had to be unarmed attacks and unarmored in order to get the temp hit points and the attacks. Don't know where it came from, but no, that that had really nerfed circle of spores druid and turn it from the OP powerhouse that it is into a much more reasonable class. But then, but then moon druids are things. So no, I don't think druid is OP. It's uh it has peaks it has peaks at levels so yeah. level three for example it outshines i mean again nowhere near as bad as moon druid <laughs> oh, no. it, um it has peaks at level five ali is going to be laughing and having a great time and then again i think at level 11 and level 12 when you start unlocking some of the higher level spore druid stuff you start having a bit of a laugh like the point where you can just animate your dead enemies um that's that's when things start it's, to become um, quite fun level 14 i think you get some really nice things yeah it makes yeah, them yeah. um become ageless and i yep. get a bunch I'm of resistance my mind my mind has kind of been blown a little bit because i have a spore druid in one of the other campaigns i dm yep. he has never used the symbiote ability what ever. it's like the most powerful <laughs> thing they have yeah when ali's like i've got the symbiote i'm like wait a second what the fuck is this oh it's <laughs> been homebrewing stuff again like why didn't use this yet what the what is happening Oh, oh, it's been homebrewing oh. again. Oh, it's stop homebrewing. No, not <laughs> no, no, even. This is I'm legit. just like, uh, what? Oh. Yeah, no, this is, if he's not dropping this every time he enters, he's probably saving his wild shapes. Yeah. yeah is he that. using his wild shapes? No. Oh, then, then I don't know what he's doing, man. I don't know what he's doing. You tell him Tell him to look again. Maybe he's holding himself, himself back because I did do this when I was playing my um, Moon Druid, like in the campaign, is yeah. I knew how OP they were and I was purposefully yeah. holding her back just so it wouldn't outshine the rest of the party yeah i reckon that could be right actually he yeah he has he has born as well which i've mm. nerfed slightly to this campaign so that's probably why 
Like he's already pretty powerful. So maybe. Could be. But Could that's be. insane. I just saw that and I was like, what? No. So Lyra, what would you like to do? Um, yep, well, she's um, both action and bonus action at dawn, and I don't think she's not really going to retreat or anything to, um, you know, sort of put other people in the line of fire. So I think she's just sort of going to square up and, um, yeah. What was your action? Uh, to summon the um, entity. Oh, it's not a bonus action. Right, because you know Moondroid. Not a bonus action, which I thought last session. um, Yep. Moondroid. Yep, Moondroid. Uh, alrighty, it's the ice methods go next. You watch as this creature, this this demonic entity, kind of formed from ice, this elemental embodiment of the the cold and frost, looks down along the line, cocks its head, moves up one space, and then just unleashes this blast of frost. Uh, Lyra, now there's Ancrasis. Uh, I'm going to need all three of you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, eight from Crassus, 22 from Lyra, (laughs) one from now. That's a natural one plus zero for a total of one. Didn't expect anything more than that, to be honest. Rock stands there. Rock stands there. Lyra, you're going to take half damage from this. Uh, The rest of you are going to take uh, 10 points of frost damage, of cold damage. Uh, Lyra, you are going to take only five. Um, Now does not get a cover bonus, Lyra, because you dodge out of the way to avoid taking the damage. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. I respect I respect the no, attempt. No. Um, yeah, it just me, stands there. It's fine. Check the character <laughs> up for the there you go. There's the character up for the methods for anyone who wants to see them. I realise I could have put that. Um, as soon as it's done that and let loose this blast of ice, the method is then going to turn and begin flying up and around high into the air uh, before moving into the very back corner of the room. Uh, Niles, you're up next, my friend. Um, Niles is really contemplating whether or not he wants to punch a flaming uh, molten lava um, method with his bare fists. Um, yes, Niles. Now release your anger. <laughs> Do uh, it. He's, he's also looking at the icy one and being like, oh, no, what does that want to? I don't know. Um, um, yeah, what's he going to do? He's going to probably... Yeah, this is what he's going to do. Can he get there? Yeah, he can get there. Uh, he's just going to run up to the method, the lava one. Yep. Uh, probably very uncomfortably hot being right next to it. Um, yeah, the air is, is now no longer that humid air. It's now yeah. dry and crackly, and you feel your feathers begin like standing upright as you fluff up the uh, moisture from your feathers evaporating immediately and uh, Ooh, yeah, causing you to that. be a fluffy owl. Uh, he is going to... Uh, what's he going to do? Find yourself blinking as the uh, moisture on your eyes begins drying out quickly. Birds don't make much saliva, so I guess your mouth would always just be a little bit dry. He is very... He's not sure about attacking this thing with his bare fists. He doesn't want to take any unnecessary damage. So what he's going to do is he's going to engage in combat with it, and he is actually going to use an action to take the dodge action. 
Ooh, okay. And he's also going to use a key point, and he's going to synchronize with and, his uh, yep. and and choose fire. Oh, really? You sure? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It'd be it'd be really weird, right? If I had chosen some very clearly elemental creatures to test out <laughs> some of your abilities yeah, in the very I first know, session, right? you get what, to use it. What the hell? What's weird. up with that? I know, uh, right? Brilliant, Nas. I, I wanted to test it out to see how it worked, so I've I, I deliberately. I yeah. <laughs> but what is not telling you is that um, the fire actually shoots ice, and the ice guy shoots fire. So. Uh, you watch Niles as the magma method pulls off a mask and reveals it's actually another ice method. Oh, and, uh, no. <laughs> I'm a bludgeoning method, and then it punches you in the face. Uh, no, oh, so, fuck, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't the magma say my method. resistance is bludgeoning, I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put the magma method artwork up too. We've had the ice method up for a while now. There we go. Can Amazing. you join the magma method? That's very cool. Oh, the artwork's uh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Alrighty. He just looks on, like his head kind of just quizzically looking at this, uh, at this thing, just like, the method yeah, is going to fly up and around you, Niles, to position itself in this brilliant, beautiful little cone right here. Uh, and then it is going to send out a blast of fire in a cone. Um, oh, yeah. You guys have really nicely positioned yourselves. Niles, Harry, and Tetra, I need you all to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. How's that a cone? From him oh, firing out. Oh, cone upwards. I see, I see. Yeah, I see. yeah. Oh, like dear. Cone out, like <laughs> 15 foot cone. Brilliant. Look at that. Oh, well, gosh. I have a reaction that can plus four to it if I need save throw, was it? Yeah, dexterity saving throw. I, I suspect you might just so pass this, Harry. Ten. I okay. am really glad. I'm really glad uh, I am resistant to fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use my reaction to do lucky footwork. So that's me add a d4. 13. So 13 all up. So Niles, so 8. Tetra, 17. Harry, 10. But plus your lucky footwork takes you up to 13. Harry, that is a pass. Oh Tetra, obviously that's a pass. Niles, that is definitely a fail. Um, those of you who pass take half damage. Niles, you take half anyway because you are um, you you are resistant to fire damage yep. right now. Uh, so that would have been a total of nine fire damage, but it's not. It's half to four. Amazing. So it's not even that bad. Could have been so much worse. Uh, Dave, you look you look happy, Dave. Could you please roll me two d6s? I need to know if these two abilities uh, recharge or not. Okay. While you're doing that, the magma if it can't fly away, Crassus, it's your turn. That's a six and a one. Thank you. Okay. Ice one, the ice one coalesces as the frost forms around it. The magma one seems to be a bit tuckered out right now. And then move up five feet. Yep. Oh. Um, Sorry, I just realized something. I took the uh, a dodge action, so I actually get advantage on that roll for the. Oh, would you like to roll it again, please? Does that give you oh, on deck saves? I guess it does. It does, yeah. Uh, cool. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. Oh, good. Good catch. 20. 20. Yeah, nice. Harvard again. That's only two damage for you now, Niles. Yeah. Amazing. Two. Thank you. Two. Two. Oh, man. I think we have the name of the episode. <laughs> um, Crassus, your turn. All right. So I'm going to oh, If I don't call this one a song of fire and ice, what am I doing with my life, really? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I thought Tea Time was a pretty good... Uh, tea Time. Yeah. 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 Goldilocks right. effects. <laughs> I am going to cast a second level spell uh, spell <gasps> called Maximilian's Urban Grasp. Yes. Oh, what? Love this spell. 
Yeah, sounds fucking. This is a good spot. I'm gonna try and like flavor it, Owen. So because I'm like a chrono energy wizard. Yep. I'm almost like locking it in place. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to do it then as like a time effect rather than the earth reaching up and grabbing at this creature? You concentrate, hold out your hand, and then you watch as it slows down in time. Yes, and then like it almost like when I like grasp my hand in, it almost like crushes it to emulate the fist, um, but like put it like a little bit of a time sort of like yeah do you want to have it even that the damage isn't coming from the from you like crushing it with your hand the damage is coming because it's trying to move forward in time while its body is being thrust backwards and it's this because it's such a an unregulated and uncontrolled effect it's it's actually tearing it apart as a result of it you no know, it would have a lot of strain on the muscles wouldn't it if it that yeah. was happening so yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds perfect so let's give that a go so um i cast that throw. within 30 feet and i cast on this Strength saving throw. Um, these creatures are very strong. Ah, oh, that's a six. <laughs> that's yeah, a fail. That, that, that fails. So I do two d six damage. So take nine bludgeoning. Nine bludgeoning damage. And that, for all purposes, is restrained. Now this is a concentration spell for a minute as well. Yep. So I can yeah. keep chucking these this, this out. Um, yeah. Action, so that is also restrained. A different creature. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, How so far can you move at um, each turn? No, just an unoccupied um, space within 30 feet of you. You can just move it to any yeah. space within 30 feet. That's amazing. As mm -hmm. I said, I love Maximilian's Earth and Grasp. It's one of those spells that I don't think a lot of people take because it doesn't appear mm -hmm. in a lot of the meta, but it's a great spell. Well, I mm -hmm. saw it and I thought it looked pretty cool. So it's great. I thought, why not? It's so good. It sounds fun. And I started thinking like I could like twist it to like sort of be what Crassus sort of has. Yeah. Mm. Um, as, as I said, always, always open to reflavoring and retexturing of spells. Um, a massive fan of it. So yeah, as much as possible, yeah. retexture your stuff. Make it, make it unique. Um, I love it. Cool. So that's my main action. Uh, do I have any bonus actions? No, not really. So what Alrighty. I'm going to do is I am just going to move five feet here, so we're not yep. in the line anymore. So Crassus <laughs> sort of moves back up to the north, just out of reach of the uh, the ice. And I'm thinking as well. I think there's a lot of furniture in the way between me and him, so he shouldn't really. Yeah. Have it. I'll put myself back a yeah. little bit. Just put a bit of distance between you and the ice method and, and a few items, a few shelving and crates and uh, boxes. Yes. Uh, but right. it is restrained as well. So when that yeah. now goes to hit it, it uh, is restrained. Yes. Now. It's your turn. Although, so when it's restrained, does that pull it down out of the corner? Because it was in the air. Uh, it's, it's because the roof's only nine feet high. It can't really be out of range for you. Because you're, how tall are you yeah. now? You're, what, five feet tall? Yeah, yeah. And if your so you arm is like two you feet, to... you can still hit it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's still at range. Yeah, still within range. Excellent. I'm going to come straight up. And as it's restrained in that in that gravity goop, um, now hit it with their warhammer. War pick. Brilliant. Uh, swing with advantage. Yes. Whoop. 16. 16 will definitely hit. Awesome. Uh, as this happens, uh, one of the uh, runes that now had been polishing a couple of sessions ago, um, suddenly, like, with the um, thing that Harry gave them, the little polish thing, oh, yeah. um, that lights up suddenly and uh, fire, uh, fiery change leap out and wrap around this thing as well so it's restrained so it'll have disadvantage on a strength saving throw against this all righty 
it's already restrained, but it's still cool. Uh, six again. <laughs> All right, so it takes an extra 2d6 fire damage as well. 2d6 fire damage. Would you like to roll that for me, please? 2d6. Five. So 11 points of damage. Uh, so six we're going to do it differently. So six piercing for the war pick. Five, five fire six. damage. Double that, yep. please, for a total of 10 fire damage. As these chains of fire wrap around the ice method, it screams and you, this hiss of ice escapes from around it as it is immediately melted. The creature is basically evaporated by these uh, chains of fire. That is enough to kill it um, wow. as, the, as the chains of fire wrap around it. It immediately explodes into this burst of ice. Uh, only now is within range. Could you please roll me a dexterity saving throw now? <laughs> I'm totally here for this. I'm so good at these. Ready? Off we go. Yeah, I'm so oh, ready. That's a, oh, 14. Uh, 14. 14's a pass. So you're only taking half damage. You're only taking three damage from that. Oh, God. <laughs> Please enjoy. <laughs> Anything else on your turn now? I think now is just so, so st- like, taken aback that they're literally taken aback at what happened with the fire and dodge most of the, most of the damage that way. Yeah, the, the rune, there's a corresponding rune on your body now that's now pulsing with this red light as you've activated the fire. Uh, and as the method dies and the fire effect disappears, the rune goes back to its normal color. Mm, cool. Cool. Harry, back up to the top. Yep, yep. <clears throat> Here he um, runs down and uh, makes the nails and uh, takes a swing of his rapier with the... Um, no, that wasn't me. That was a that was a good one too, um, Jared and Claire. That was very nicely done, the two of you together. Oh, 23, Harry. That's obviously going to hit. Yep, and that's 11 damage. Oh, Harry, how do you want to do this? Yes. <laughs> hey! You know, you guys. Well synchronized. <laughs> um, Harry sees the ice one explode in the back. He's like, yeah, okay, one lift. And he runs down next to Niles. He's like, um, a little fist bump with Niles before he starts stabbing him. Yep. And because uh, <laughs> Niles is still doing the dodging, right? So it's yep. like a little. Yeah. Yep. And uh, here he's like, "Take me in, take me in, bro." And do you like, like hop up and we like do a little fist bump? <laughs> yeah. Your 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 cameras are next to each other on the screen. So look the other way, Dave. Look the other way. Oh, okay. Turn the other way. Uh, but Matt, you need to turn the other way. Yep. And then Dave, you need to bring your fist a little bit closer to your face. Oh yeah, that's right. There you go. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're so cool. Um, <laughs> Dave, how do you, Dave, Harry? How do you want to do this? Just stab it straight through the head? Yeah, it's like a, a switch from there. He's like, we better watch out. The last one exploded too. Yeah, as you say that, <laughs> you can't <laughs> cut into this one. This burst of flame explodes around you, Harry and Niles. I need you both to make me dexterity saving throws. Uh, Niles, you I'm still so- have advantage. That's not advantage. Because of the dodge action. Yep, yep, yep. And you're still resistant. 23 for Harry. Oh, I can only dream. <laughs> 18 and 19. 19. Take the 19. Um, Niles, you're taking a quarter of this damage. Harry, you take half. So eight total. Half to four for Harry. Two again for Niles. <laughs> the, oh, my God. I, I imagine As, it's like the 22 Jump Street where the helicopter explodes and they're diving off. So 
Harry now is diving away, being like, something cool. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, yep. as, the, as the fire burns across you, Niles, you can feel your key is still aligned with this magma effort. And the fire just really has almost no effect on you. A few of the outer feathers are singed. And as the creature dies, you feel the, the key alignment starting to fade and disappear. But um, yeah, not bad at all. That is you all out of initiative. Fuck yeah, that's cool. It's really is nice. Is there a does. hole in the floor still? Uh, the in the roof above, yeah, there what, is. What's the top we're doing? Yeah, I'm gonna go over to the. Yes, just around this and see what's going on. What is this? Yeah, we crowd around the Toblerone. As you rush on over, trying to claim the Toblerone. I mean, shouldn't the Easter Bunny get first dibs on any chocolate that they find? (laughs) What about the Easter Owl, right? No, no, no. no. Harry's clearly the Easter Bunny. Um, as as you rush up, you can see sitting on the floor, partially melted into the stonework underneath on a bit of an angle, so it looks like it's kind of caught itself and can't slide any further. You can see this very strange looking object, uh, a long extended elongated pyramid, um, almost like a a cylinder, but uh, made out of a a triangle shape. It's made of this very strange brassy metal and you can see it is covered in runes all around it. And underneath the brass, can see this obsidian coloration. These obsidian crystals. Ooh, obsidian. <laughs> Taking bets. Who's voting that this thing's gonna immediately kill us the second we manage to <laughs> go even closer to it? Oh, oh I, obsidian's not the bad. What does... I think it might be of a bit of use for us, actually, Lyra. I am optimistic about this. Well, you see obsidians for protection, so it should be very safe. I should say, in terms of size, this thing is roughly, so it's like, sort of like, maybe 10, 15 centimeters diameter, and then lengthwise, it's about a rule length, about 30 centimeters. Uh, Crassus, have you seen anything like this before? Um, okay, I'll have a quick little, uh, Walk forward. Oh, and have I ever seen anything like this before? You have never seen anything like this before. I, I, I okay. So I, I sort of bend down a little bit, sort of crouch, start sort of examining, looking at it, looking through my notes, sort of scratching my head a little bit. Um, so this is crystalline in nature. You said the the internal section of it. It looks like it's made up of a few different parts. As you examine it, Crassus, do you want to roll me an investigation check? Sure. I'll give you some. Um, as I am doing my musings, I will sort of say, um, no, I don't think I've um, ever seen anything like this before. Oh, well, that's a seven. That's Ooh, a great roll. I, have I, have... I like crystals. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Do you want to roll? I, I haven't roll made any Sure. Um, as you look over it, yeah, it looks like it's made of a couple of different components. There's some metal, there's some black stuff that looks like it could be maybe obsidian. You're not really sure. Tetra. The internal core is definitely this dark obsidian crystal, and you can actually see this very faint purple glow still gathered around from inside the obsidian. You know that any light you shine through obsidian takes on a bit of a a dark purple hue. Um, So probably whatever light this is is being warped and changed to make it look purple. The outer layers are covered in these intricate platings of, yeah, maybe electrum or 
brass as you look at it, um, covered again in these giant runes and arcane symbols. Uh, the arcane symbols Tetra wouldn't recognize. Crassus, as Tetra points out some of the arcane symbols, you recognize a, a handful of them, but a lot of them are ones you've never seen before. And the giant runes as well that cover it, very unusual. Um, at the moment, I'm assuming none of you have picked it up. It's just sitting on the floor. Yeah. I'm about to pick it up. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. Did you want to pick it up? Yeah. No, no, no. Usually it's like, you know, um, the the metals and things are used for like moving of magic. They're good for magic. And um, it, it looks like it's lit from inside. So maybe it's holding on to something or it's shielding something or channeling something. Or it's something. ready to give off something. I shake it. Well, now it is. As you, <laughs> now it is. As you oh, no. pick up, as you pick up the metal tube, the the cylindrical tube, the the pyramid tube. There's this moment of like, ah, oh, it's quite heavy. Not much else to say, really. And then suddenly the light begins to grow a little bit brighter, and it begins feeling even heavier in your hands now. This, before it starts vibrating ever so slightly. And then immediately begins splitting apart, sections of metal cracking off and floating up around it, connected by these tendrils of thin white light back to the crystal. As it splits and begins forming, you can see these metal shapes and shards of um, obsidian crystal warping and shifting and actually changing and transmuting in the air in front of you to take on five new shapes as it splits apart. And then suddenly, with this rapid movement, each of those shards slams across into each of you. And that is where we are going to end the session for tonight. Oh. What? Oh. <laughs> it's a TPK. We all died. Actually, sorry, sorry. Six, six shards. No, sorry. Five shards split off. And now he's already holding one. So, yeah, yeah I should say they, six um, total, but now he's still holding it. Yeah, yeah. I can see Dave being like, wait, only five. A guest character. No, no, no. Teleported. He's just there by himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Harry, Harry, is still, Harry is still affected by this because now he's holding it. So the one that now is still holding doesn't fly. It stays attached. Harry's in the corner eating a carrot like, what's going on, guys? What's up, Doc? <laughs> oh, no. no, we've been demonetized by Disney. <laughs> wait, is that Disney? Who owns Bugs Bunny? Ah, oh, oh, whatever. Who gives what a shit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the shards are all different colors, Owen. No, all okay, of this obsidian, like... obsidian crystal, and uh, electrum and brass. And yeah, that oh, is where we're going man. to end tonight's Woo. session because the reveal for that next session too juicy <laughs> not to uh, leave on a cliffhanger. Oh, what's um, going to be? So, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. It's been lovely having you here live. If you're joining us live on Twitch. If you're listening to this recorded on YouTube, thank you so much. Hit the like button, hit that subscribe button if you've enjoyed it and um, leave a comment below if you if you want to. Uh, for those of you who are listening on iTunes, Google Podcasts, any of the other, like um, Pandora, that's the other one, Pandora, any of the other ones that we're on, um, if you can leave a review, we'd love it if you could and recommend it. But that is all from us here tonight. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.